The Swain Event Podcast is brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. There are over 100 million pieces of litter on our beautiful Tennessee roadways, and TDOT spends $19 million a year picking it up. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. Swain Event, SwainEvent.com, fueled by Dead End Barbecue. The official UT license plate is available. Add some orange pride to your ride. $15 of your $35 annual specialty plate fee will go to support student scholarships at UT. Talk to your county clerk or visit alumni.utk.edu for more information. And when you talk to your county clerk, ask for the KA plate, which stands for Knoxville Alumni. That is alumni.utk.edu for more information. Ben McKee, Jason Swain, live here from the Low T Center Studios. Our telephone number, 865-255-03, Irish Network's hotline. Check out the text box as we start hour number three. Moose says, do you expect most of the coaching staff to return? What are you hearing? I expect most of the staff to return. I don't see a reason why that should be a question. I mean, the offense staff, most of those guys came together anyways. Mm-hmm. You have... Um, your your running backs coach, you have your receiver coach that were not at Central Florida, and for the most part, they've they've done a pretty good job. So I don't see a reason why anybody should leave on defense. I mean, <laughs> I, those four coaches on defense they've been they've been good as well. So unless you know somebody. F- Finds a better opportunity, more money, or a reason, a personal reason, then I see the staff staying intact for the most part. Um, Mark from Norris has any truth to the rumor that Hooker is going to enter the draft? Haven't heard anything like that. Not, not yet. Haven't heard anything. If I'm, if I'm Hooker, I don't. Really think about it until the time is right, which would be in between the regular season and the bowl season. I mean, that's 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 what I would do. You have plenty of off time to gather as much information as possible to make that decision. Uh, Jake from Nashville says, "I saw a message. I saw a message board talk that Rodney Garner kind of backed off of Walter Nolan. I don't see why that would be true, but curious if y'all had anything about that." Um, just because a player is ranked high doesn't mean every coach in the country is willing to go all out to get that player. Georgia's not recruiting Walter Nolan. Alabama's not recruiting Walter Nolan. And um, maybe some of that is Walter Nolan. Maybe some of that is the school going... Nah, we we good. Which falls back on Walter Nolan. Yeah, so I think at some point, if you're Tennessee, and he has been to Texas A&M three times basically in a row, he's committed to Texas A&M. Like, it's easy for us to speculate and jump to conclusions, but we don't know the, those conversations. 
We don't know if Walter Nolan's being in pain or not. Not saying that he is, but we don't know if he is or not. And if he is, and he's stringing Tennessee along, and Tennessee doesn't have a chance, why would you as a Tennessee fan want Tennessee to continue to chase someone that doesn't want to be caught? That's a waste of time. That's the energy. That's a waste of effort. So, Rodney Garner is arguably the best defensive line coach in the country. And Walter Nolan is a he's a he's a talent. He's good. We'd love to have him in Tennessee. But let's not get this twisted here. Walter Nolan needs Rodney Garner more than Rodney Garner needs Walter Nolan. As crazy as that sounds. Let's not get it twisted. Eight six five two hundred fifty five oh three. I don't think that Tennessee has given up on Walter though. He was on campus this weekend for the Georgia game, and the family is still saying that he'll take an official visit to Tennessee in December. Whether that happens or not, I don't know, but they they are at least saying that it is likely going to happen. So I, I do think that maybe there was some. Some conversations about whether or not to continue to pursue Walter if you still want to pursue that circus. And the fact that Walter was on campus this weekend and is still talking about an official to Tennessee tells me that that Tennessee is still going after him. There you go. Elsie Vall says thinks he thinks Byrne has done a good job, but we need a stud recruiter at wide receiver coach. Yeah, we just need a stud recruiter, period. It can, it can come from wide receiver, running back. You just, I mean, you need to have more stud receivers. And the the concern with these guys coming from Central Florida is are they ready for what it takes to recruit in this conference? And Burns didn't come from Central Florida, but he had not coached and recruited in the SEC at a high level um, before getting here. So that's the concern with the offensive side of the football is the amount of recruiters that we have that have experience in this conference. And they got to they got to answer to that. Got to answer to that. Like I think Saturday let us know that you got to recruit at a higher level. And you're not going to get there next year from this year. Because what Georgia has done and what Alabama has done, this has been a five- to ten-year process. They haven't had any turnover with their head coach. But it's us trying to catch Florida, LSU, Auburn, and then catching Bama and Alabama and Georgia. But you need you got to have stuff recruiters. LC Vol, you're right. So I don't think – Rodney Garner, per se, backed off of Walter Nolan. But knowing Rodney Garner's personality, he's about ball. And I've been recruited by uh, Rodney Garner. He's not in the games. He's about ball, (laughs) and he's about investing into kids who want to be invested in. Yeah, he's not not about that. He's not about all that. I've been recruited by the man. It's simple. Uh ATL VFL says, any traction on the Evan Stewart call last week? No, nah, man, because Devontae, when I reached out to him, he never he never replied. 
Tennessee has reached out to Evan Stewart early in the process. Evan Stewart's sister, you know, he got family that's graduated from Tennessee. Tennessee has went all out for Evan Stewart early in the process. Um, and, you know, the interest wasn't reciprocated early. Since then, Evan Stewart has committed and decommitted to two schools, and he's actually shut down his senior season. Opted like he, out he, of his senior season. He opted out of his senior season to prepare for college. That's a little weird to me, um, but that's what he is doing. He's a good t- player. He's a nice talent. But I do wonder about the point of doing that. I, I mean, I don't understand how I understand you prepare for college without playing football. How, how do you get better at football without playing football? I don't know. Everyone thinks they're Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase can do that. And that makes sense because you have COVID. You have a year where you came out off, you know, a record-breaking year at LSU. You could have left that year if it wasn't for the rules. Like Jamar Trace sitting out last year, that, that makes sense. But a high school player doing that, I don't understand. It doesn't make sense. So to answer your question, ATL VFL, no. No. No, 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 no. 865-255-03. We'll get back to the text box as we continue our number three Swain event fueled by Dead End Barbecue. Our three of the Swain event is brought to you by the Low T Center and LowTCenter.com. Do you know your numbers? Feel like you again. Let us help. Is that as low as you can go? Okay, thank you. Hello, is that as low as you can go? Okay, thank you. What are you doing? Calling around to get the best rate on a car loan. Why? Everyone knows Alcoa 10 is the best choice to purchase a vehicle or refinance your current loan. And with low interest rates and 90 days to your first payment, it's a no-brainer. You can even apply online and sign all the documents from the convenience of your home. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. Alcoa 10 Credit Union. It's so easy. Go to ATFCU.com for details. Rates are dependent on credit score and equal housing lender. When you start your own business, you know that branding can make or break a new venture. That's why Swain Event relies on 42nd Street. 42nd Street is a strategy agency focused on finding creative, open-minded, results-driven solutions to brand design. After over a decade of operations in East Tennessee, the brand architects at 42nd Street have the experience and creative know-how to ensure the success of your business branding, logo, web presence, and more. To see a real-life example of their amazing work, you can check out our website at SwainEvent.com. Don't trust the branding of your business to just anyone. Check out my friends at 42nd Street online at 42ST.com or give them a call at 865-382-7007. 42nd Street, brand, strategy, design. Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup. Or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. Cheer on your favorite team with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. We're here with Dr. Michael Carlson of Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine to discuss PRP, platelet-rich plasma. If you have orthopedic injuries such as shoulder pain, 
knee pain, Achilles tendonitis, or tennis elbow, you should give them a call. Good to be back, Jason. We specialize in non-surgical orthopedics, so we treat damaged tendons, ligaments, and joints, including rotator cuff injuries, knee injuries, and elbow and foot problems by using ultrasound-guided injections with PRP. And this form of treatment helps stimulate the body's own reparative process and assist in the healing of damaged tissue. Doc, what makes your training different than others? I've been practicing in Knoxville for over 26 years, and I'm certified in interventional regenerative orthopedic medicine through the American Academy of Orthopedic Medicine. They've been the leader in this form of treatment since 1983. I also teach this form of treatment on a national and international basis to other physicians, residents, and medical students. Here in our clinic, I'm the one doing the procedure, and we're using your own PRP, which are concentrated platelets, to treat your injury. So in other words, Jason, it comes from you and it goes back to you. So you know exactly what you're getting and know exactly the level of training involved. Do what the pros, college athletes, and I have done and visit them online at trsportsmedicine.com. Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine, East Tennessee's leader in PRP therapy. Fellas. When it's time to freshen up that wardrobe, there's only one play to make, and that's to go see my friends at Mark Nelson Denim in downtown Knoxville. Find the latest in small batch denim in the heart of Knoxville. Denim isn't all they do, though. Mark Nelson also does custom suiting and blazers. Let your personal style shine with Mark Nelson. If you don't have time to go shopping for yourself but still want that fresh look, then sign up for the NN Society. Let the experts handle the shopping and get $300 worth of merchandise for just $150 every other month. That's six times per year keep you looking styling every day. Let Mark Nelson Denim help you be the best you. Because when you look good, you feel good. Go to Mark Nelson Denim. If you want to get in on the conversation, call the Iris Network's hotline at 865-200-5503. Grow your business with Iris Network's high-speed fiber internet. irisnetworksusa.com Going to the text box, Ken says, good for Tim Banks to get the Burroughs Award nomination. We, who are close to the program, can point out some opinions, some objective stuff uh, to try and make a case for him. But if we're being honest, there's nothing outside of tackles for loss totals that you can point to objectively that, that says he should have been nominated. Once that committee sees the points his defense gave up versus our biggest rivals in our biggest games, um, and how the team perform on third down, which most of the time wiped away our good work of getting the TFLs. He has no chance to even get a vote. I'm interested to see how he'll do next year and beyond when he hopefully gets much more talent and depth. Tennessee against Kentucky. That was the first time all season long that what we expected from Tennessee's defense all season actually happened. Like, you're going to have things about your defense that's really good that also that you may struggle with during the course of a season unless you are Georgia 
or freaking Iowa. But the fact that Tim Banks had a defense that led the country in TFLs, the development of the defensive line, putting guys in position to make plays, like real football people, see that Tim Banks had his guys in position. You didn't see a bunch of busts where guys were looking around, looking at each other with their hands up in the air. Football folks that vote on this award see that Tim Banks did a whole lot more with a whole lot less. So, yes, the Kentucky game, the third down, getting off the football field, has been a bugaboo. But that's a personnel problem. That ain't a coaching problem. What Tim Banks has, has done is worthy of him being nominated. Should he win? No. But his nomination is legit, what he's been able to do. Are we having signed day this, this year dead end? Not in December. Too close to Christmas. We got people that travel. It's too close to Christmas. Too close. So the plan is for us to have signing day again. But not Christmas. We'll keep it normal. First Wednesday of February. Correct. 865-255-03. That's the number to the Iris Network's hotline. On that hotline, Austin Price of VolQuest.com joins us. AP, good morning, sir. How we doing, Jason Swain? Wonderful, wonderful. Ben is wonderful. As well. He doesn't care about me. Ben's wonderful. Well, I mean, I just assumed he was wonderful. He works daily, uh, you know, with, with Brent Hubs and I. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. That was a great one. That was a great you one. You said Brent Hubs and Eric Kane. I cu- you cut out there for a second. <laughs> yep, Eric Kane. <laughs> <laughs> hey, AP, man, how was the, how was the recruiting uh, weekend for the Vols, man? I saw a lot of folks taking some good pictures. I saw one – Recruit with a picture with Peyton. That's what I'm talking about. That's how you do it right there if you're Tennessee. Uh, what, were you, what were some of your biggest takeaways uh, this weekend as some of the visitors hit campus uh, and went to the Georgia game? Well, you know, I thought Tennessee had a really solid, productive weekend. Um, you know, when you look at who was here, James Pierce, third time unofficially. Um, you know, that seems like a Tennessee-Georgia battle based off talking to the kids. Um you know, with that said, you know, would Georgia take him? You know, they, they, they're getting pretty full. And, you know, is he willing to go and wait his turn? Because the chance to play at Tennessee is far greater than at Georgia as far as right away. DeMario Tolan, that one feels like Tennessee took a huge step in the right direction. Now, with that said, he's going to take some other visits. Georgia potentially, Auburn potentially could go back to LSU and meet the new coach. So that one's nowhere close to being finished. So that one, you know, that one's going to go a while longer. But Tennessee did at least claw their way back into that one uh, with a really good visit this weekend. Um, Justin Williams, I think Tennessee's the leader there. Now, you know, they still got to close that one out. Um, but, you know, everything's trending the right direction for uh, the East Paulding, the Dallas, Georgia running back who's committed to West Virginia but has seen interest um, from Michigan, Auburn, several others over the last uh, – few months so you know that that one went really well Tennessee did a nice job with guys like Amari Jackson who's from Eagles Landing down in Georgia corner 
Um, you know, Tennessee did a really nice job with some 23s this weekend. So I thought it was a pretty solid and productive weekend overall. Do you have any thoughts to offer on the Walter Nolan sweepstakes this morning? No, I mean, I, I said this on, in the chat last night. This doesn't seem like there was much traction there. He came. I uh, don't think he got there real early. I think he left early. I mean, like, to me, it just seemed more of a check-the-box type thing, you know, than it was anything else. You know, it, that one that one feels like, he, you know, A&M's probably here to stay. But, again, you know, with Walter, the only thing for sure is nothing is for sure. <laughs> Next. That is for sure. Uh, with Taven Jackson, seems to be some, some old Miss buzz, maybe. Any validity to those rumors? You know, I mean, he, he says all the right things. He's been here the entire time, um, you know, as far as, like, coming down for several games. You know, I, I mean, Ole Miss is trying to add a quarterback, but also trying to get Walker Howard, give them a hard look, the longtime LSU commit, you know, who uh, doesn't seem real uh, thrilled with LSU, at least the family isn't. Um, you know, they're, they're kind of pushing Notre Dame. Ole Miss has tried to claw in there. So it wouldn't surprise me at all if, if Ole Miss is trying to, to make a play for Taven Jackson. But at this point, you know, it's kind of like those, those Ty Simpson rumors that everybody talks about. You know, and Ty's been to Alabama every week. <laughs> He's never been to Tennessee. So, you know, until Taven goes to Ole Miss, it's hard to look at uh, at Ole Miss as a real threat there. Now, if he, if he shows up down there for a visit, then, that, then that's more of a game changer. What are, what are the recruiting circles with the kids? Um, what do they think about some of the potential coaching changes and, and rumors of coaching changes? You know, Lane Kiffin is going to be linked to other jobs. Um, you have Dan Mullen's issues down at Florida. Don't know what's going to happen there. Um, how do you think that affects players that have those teams you know, in their top one, two, and three? Well, I think that's something that all players are going to ask questions about. You know, I mean, it's it's exactly why Jimbo Fisher came out yesterday and said he'd be the dumbest person in America to leave Texas A&M. Um, you know, you, you try to take a stand against that because it's stuff you battle. I mean, mm-hmm. every much like schools have used the investigation and the NCAA cloud over Tennessee and the bowl ban and all that stuff or potential bowl ban, you know, Schools will use that against anybody that's got a coach that potentially could leave or is on the hot seat. Um, you know, if you're recruiting against Coastal Carolina, are you not going, Jimmy Chadwell ain't going to be there to coach you? He's going to be at Virginia Tech or wherever, you know. Same thing with when you're talk- talking to kids that, you know, are you're, you're trying to recruit a kid away from Texas A&M, you're trying to recruit a kid away from Ole Miss, you're trying to recruit a kid away from Penn State with, with James Franklin and the buzz out there. It just could be natural. So, I mean, I, I think that, you know, it, that's why you see college coaches, especially the ones that feel confident in their stance at the time, come out and be so defiant about it. On the injury front, what are you hearing on Javante Payton and Tyon Evans? Well, I, I just don't see Tyon playing um, this week, probably the rest of the year. Um, you know, Javante Payton, we'll see. Um, I, I would – lean questionable at this point on him this week but you don't know what kind of you know treatment can bring about that can you know maybe potentially get him back out there um potentially look more like Vanderbilt for for him potentially but um you know this is something that you know I know Javante was you know disappointed he didn't get to finish out the game Saturday against Georgia it's that time of the year where and I think 
the the last two opponents have a lot to do with this. If you're Tennessee because you play South Alabama and you play Vanderbilt and it's not finishing the season with an Iron Bowl or Egg Bowl type of game. So people start to naturally look ahead to next season and questions have, have started to come up about Tyon Evans and Jawan Mitchell. Uh, what are your early thoughts on the potential of those guys returning? Well, you know, we'll see. I, I, I personally don't see, you know, I, I think Tyon's probably, you know, not going to be back. Um, but you just never know. I mean, again, that's the thing about reporting about anybody that could potentially leave or stay or whatever is kids change their mind. I mean, you're talking about, you know, 18 to 22 year olds. They change their mind all the time. And, you know, if I had a daughter every time a kid was going into the portal and then got talked out of the portal or he was staying and then, you know, something happened and he left. I mean, it just, it, that's just the natural way of just, just like recruiting. It happens that way once you get to the team, especially now with the portal and how it's so easy to jump in, um, you know, when you have a bad day. So, you know, Jawan Mitchell, that'll be up to Jawan Mitchell. You know, I mean, if he wants to have better buy-in next year, then you know, he potentially could be back. But otherwise, you know, probably not. How much focus, Austin, and joined by AustinPriceValquist.com, how much focus do you think Josh Heupel and, and company will have um, on the transfer portal, and how do you balance that? Because you want high school players, too, because you want the long-term success. I know he talked about that on The Nation with you and Chris Lowe. You want the long-term uh, stability, but you also want to you know, plug-and-play guys as well. So uh, if you were to put a percentage on it, um, you know, where do you – use your energy with the transfer portal and, and high school recruits? Well, right now I'm using all my energy on high school recruits. Now, once you get post early signing period, then I take a hard look at the guys in the portal. And so, I mean, you really can't focus your efforts just in one sole area. Mm -hmm. um, but what you can do is, you know, maybe divide your, your scouting staff up a little bit and say, okay, we're going to, you know, you guys are going to focus on the high school kids. A couple of guys are going to focus on the kids in the portal. If there's anybody that you know Tennessee's got a, a lead on or some ties to, you know, let's let's get this in front of the staff. Let's watch it. Um, but ultimately, I think you can't. And he said this, you know, on Monday. He said it on on Sunday on the Nation. You can't just live in the portal like that. That's a nice way for Tennessee and other programs that have had some change that you know maybe down on their uh, luck a little bit to potentially turn it around with guys like Javante Payton and the year he's had or Hendon Hooker or so on and so forth. But you, you still have to build, you know, through, you know, your high school and JUCO uh, recruiting rankings, recruiting class. Assuming Tennessee finishes 7-5, and five, what, what bowl game do you think the Vols will be looking at? You know, I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, you know, the, the outback probably – you know, Tennessee probably not going to get to the outback unless something crazy happens in the next couple of weeks. Um, I'm not sure the tax player would want Tennessee again, even though they, you know, bring so many fans just because they've had them twice in the last seven or eight years. Charlotte, that would probably be the most intriguing matchup, but I think the big clamor is going to be to stay in state at, at either Nashville or Memphis. So um, I, I personally would root for Charlotte because I think Tennessee versus Clemson and Charlotte just sounds like 
a good time and sounds like a potentially great matchup. Um, you know, but you know, that, that there's a lot of push, you know, from, from Memphis to, you know, Hey, we were supposed to get them last year. We got robbed and we've been trying to get them for years. Never has happened. You know, there's going to be a push there. And then there's going to be a push from Mem- or from Nashville because, you know, you know, it, it necessarily won't like be a week long event for Tennessee fans to come in and stay in Nashville. But for the, for a couple of days there, it has a big push tourism wise in the mid state. Yeah, I mean, we've seen we've seen Memphis want Tennessee for years and years, and and Tennessee has, um, you know, there in the twelfth hour, um, been able to you know get a, a better, I guess, a better deal as far as payout and gifts and things like that. Um, you know, last year they were gonna play they were gonna play in the Liberty Bowl, and then people were like, ah, oh, you know what, just forget it. Never mind. And I'm kind of glad because I didn't want to watch Tennessee play the bowl game, anyways. Um, so I know the, uh, Mew City Bowl and Liberty Bowl would love to have Tennessee, uh, because you keep all those fans right here in Tennessee and, uh, they will, they will do well. I think, uh, with Tennessee fans coming and, and, and shopping and making their sponsors really happy too. Yeah. I mean, again, from a recruiting standpoint, like being able to have, you know, your footprint for several days in one of those areas makes a lot of sense now again from a fan of football perspective i I, i'm for about i'm about the best matchup and i i I think that clemson or north carolina matchup in charlotte sounds really juicy um you know and again you know you can't beat the sunshine of florida but i just think there's gonna be such a push and pull from you know the, the the two bowls in state that you know it gives you kind of a, a chance to continue to stay in the state, recruit 23s, recruit 24s, um, and just be around your fans. Austin, aside from Tennessee obviously winning these next two games, that that is going to happen. Uh, I'm I'm willing to sit up here and say that Tennessee is going to beat South Alabama and, and Vanderbilt. No no questions asked. But uh, aside from just simply winning the football game and finishing 7-5, and five, if you're a Tennessee fan, what, what should you want to see – these next two weeks? Well, I think you want to see Tennessee take care of business the way they've done it against all the mid-level teams or, or lower-level teams all year long. You know, you go back, the, probably the worst game Tennessee played all year against one of the mid-level to low-level schools was the opener against Bowling Green. They won 38-6, you know, and Tennessee had a bunch of guys running wide open early, but they just left a lot of points on the board that day um, or that night. So I think you want to see them take care of business and, and go out and score a bunch of points and get some young kids some action. You know, I think it's important for, you know, Kamal Haddon to continue to grow, for Brandon Turney to continue to grow, for Aaron Willis to, to get some playing time, for some of those younger offensive linemen, you know, see what you have. Because Cade Mays has got a couple of games left, and then he's off to the NFL. So you need to start figuring out, you know, hey, do we need to go to the portal for a tackle or do we like what we got here? Austin, how much does the uniform move the needle with recruits? Because we hear coaches say it all the time that, you know, it's about the recruits and what they want, the players. I tend to think it's more about the players inside of the building more than recruits because I see a lot of recruits going to places that have normal uniforms without alternate uniforms like Texas A&M and Georgia and Alabama. Um, and, you know, you see that 
it's hard to just automatically uh, assume that all the recruits, all they look at is uniform. How much? We know it matters a little bit, but how much does the uniforms move the needle for the recruits? Well, Georgia has alternate uniforms. They've worn black. They've worn those the the, the the uniforms they wore last year, which were you know were throwbacks to the 1980s. I mean, they 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 do venture out. Um, it's more just like kind of Alabama and Penn State, USC. The, those don't change. I mean, I get why you know the traditionalists you know don't want to bury from orange and white. Um, but I also know that it does move the needle with kids. I mean, when kids come in, they want to have their pictures made. They pick all orange, which again, some fans don't like even all orange. Um, you know, <laughs> they pick what was the smoky grays at the time. Those are no longer in rotation. Um, but so I, I, I do think that, you know, it does move the needle. Does it make a difference in, in what you decide to pick your school? No. No kids picking a school based off of uniforms and number of uniforms. Now, that is a nice little bell or whistle to have that helps sell your program, but nobody's making the decision off that. And if they are, you probably don't want them in your football program. Yeah, you know they need to be making decisions based off their major, based off the playing time, based off the coach's development, based off all that, um, or the city and, and the people you would be around. Not based off of well, they let us wear black jerseys once a year. <laughs> like I just don't think that that moves the needle that much. But I think it does. Get some excitement. I mean, to me, it moves the needle more for the current team. Mm. The, the reason that Tennessee wore black jerseys last week is the, the you know the player council voted to wear the black jersey, you know, and so um, you know if, if you're going to quit being a fan or bellyache every time Tennessee wears a you know I mean you're not much of a fan. <laughs> like, I just, I mean, like you cheer for the kids for the for the program, you know. That, again, people still get mad when Tennessee wears all orange because you know. <sighs> That wasn't a traditional thing, you know, moons ago because certain coaches went away from that combination. Then, uh, you know, you get a coach that comes back with that combination, and some people are like, oh, I don't like that. And then some people are like, I really do. Again, uniforms are always going to be hotly debated. I'm sure you can find some Alabama fans that wish, you know, they would do something different besides what they do, or Penn State fans that do something different besides what they do. You know, I mean, again, everybody has a different opinion about things. Um, you know, it's just one of those things. It's always going to be debated as long as Tennessee, you know, plays football. If, if they went away from uh, the, the alternate uniforms, Jason, people would go, oh, I really miss the Smoky Grays or I really miss the Blacks. Yep. You know, that doesn't mean that everybody would feel that way, but some people would. Yeah. Oh, I saw the, uh, and I hate to keep you this long, but I, I did hear and see the video inside Neal Stadium about the p- return of the Vol letters to the stadium. Yep. Anything, anything to add there that you think is significant for our listen, li, uh, listeners? No, I mean I think it's smart on Danny White's part. You know, I mean he sees that you know you 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 bring back a, a something that that fans loved for many many years, and you know, I, I, again, I just think it's wise. You know, again, you you embrace the change to something new while also respecting the past with something old so um you know i think that that that's got a nice real, a real nice touch to it uh that'll be coming back to the old stadium with this uh newest renovation can't wait to see it austin price volquest.com you the man austin uh tonight tennessee prime who will the good people have a chance to see and listen 
two today? Well, obviously Cade Mays, uh, but tonight we'll, we'll be joined by Omari Thomas. So Big O will be out uh, at Gus's coming up tonight. And, uh, you know, so I know a lot of fans love Big O. Big O is a big man of the people, so uh, I know he's excited about coming out. Looking forward to it. Awesome, man. Thanks. See you later on this evening. Thanks, buddy. Awesome price, VolQuest.com. His time is brought to you by the great, the awesome Jennifer Morris with Keller Williams Realty. Give her a call at 865-257-7897. If you're looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate, give her a email. You want to drop her an email? You can do that too. Jennifer Morris, 865 at gmail.com. Hour 3 is powered by Low T Center and LowTCenter.com. Stay with us. Be right back. Hour 3 of the Swain event is brought to you by the Low T Center and LowTCenter.com. Do you know your numbers? Feel like you again. Let us help. Is that as low as you can go? Okay, thank you. Hello, is that as low as you can go? Okay, thank you. What are you doing? Calling around to get the best rate on a car loan. Why? Everyone knows Alcoa 10 is the best choice to purchase a vehicle or refinance your current loan. And with low interest rates and 90 days to your first payment, it's a no-brainer. You can even apply online and sign all the documents from the convenience of your home. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. Alcoa 10 Credit Union. It's so easy. Go to ATFCU.com for details. Rates are dependent on credit score and equal housing lender. When you start your own business, you know that branding can make or break a new venture. That's why Swain Event relies on 42nd Street. 42nd Street is a strategy agency focused on finding creative, open-minded, results-driven solutions to brand design. After over a decade of operations in East Tennessee, the brand architects at 42nd Street have the experience and creative know-how to ensure the success of your business branding, logo, web presence, and more. To see a real-life example of their amazing work, you can check out our website at SwainEvent.com. Don't trust the branding of your business to just anyone. Check out my friends at 42nd Street online at 42ST.com or give them a call at 865-382-7007. 42nd Street, brand, strategy, design. Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup. Or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. Cheer on your favorite team with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. We're here with Dr. Michael Carlson of Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine to discuss PRP, platelet-rich plasma. If you have orthopedic injuries such as shoulder pain, knee pain, Achilles tendonitis, or tennis elbow, you should give them a call. Good to be back, Jason. We specialize in non-surgical orthopedics, so we treat damaged tendons, ligaments, and joints, including rotator cuff injuries, knee injuries, and elbow and foot problems by using ultrasound-guided injections with PRP. And this form of treatment helps stimulate the body's own reparative process and assist in the healing of damaged tissue. Doc, what makes your training different than others? I've been practicing in Knoxville for over 26 years, and I'm certified in interventional regenerative orthopedic medicine through the American Academy of Orthopedic Medicine. They've been the leader in this form of treatment since 1983. I also teach this form of treatment on a national and international basis to other physicians, residents, and medical students. Here in our clinic, I'm the one doing the procedure, 
and we're using your own PRP, which are concentrated platelets, to treat your injury. So in other words, Jason, it comes from you and it goes back to you. So you know exactly what you're getting and know exactly the level of training involved. Do what the pros, college athletes, and I have done and visit them online at trsportsmedicine.com. Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine, East Tennessee's leader in PRP therapy. Fellas. When it's time to freshen up that wardrobe, there's only one play to make, and that's to go see my friends at Mark Nelson Denim in downtown Knoxville. Find the latest in small batch denim in the heart of Knoxville. Denim isn't all they do, though. Mark Nelson also does custom suiting and blazers. Let your personal style shine with Mark Nelson. If you don't have time to go shopping for yourself but still want that fresh look, then sign up for the NN Society. Let the experts handle the shopping and get $300 worth of merchandise for just $150 every other month. That's six times per year keep you looking styling every day. Let Mark Nelson Denim help you be the best you. Because when you look good, you feel good. Go to Mark Nelson Denim. Good morning, Swain Event crew. Fall is here, and according to the big box stores, it's Christmas time, too. This time of year is traditionally a busy one for the East Tennessee real estate market, and it will continue through the end of 2021 as well. Most people think the holidays aren't the right time to buy and sell. However, it is one of the best times to jump in the market. To find out more, just give me a call, Jennifer Morris, Keller Williams Realty, at 865-257-7897, or email me at jennifermorris865 at gmail.com. And go Vols! JC's Tree and Landscaping Service specializes in quality tree work done at an affordable price. Trimming and removing trees are their specialty. They also offer other services like land clearing, stump grinding, crane services, and all of your basic landscaping needs for both commercial and residential. JC's will give you a free estimate and beat any written quote by a competitor to guarantee that you get the lowest price around. Don't risk your land with a fly-by-night service. JC's Tree and Landscaping is licensed and insured. Give them a call at 865-599-3799. Litter is a big problem in Tennessee, but together we can do big things. We can make our cities, our waterways, our roads cleaner and safer. The Tennessee Department of Transportation is committed to reducing litter in our communities, but we need your help to do it. There are over 100 million pieces of litter in our roads at any given time, and it costs TDOT about $19 million a year just to clean it up. The first step to keeping Tennessee beautiful is to rally behind these three simple words. Nobody trashes Tennessee. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. More and more Tennessee businesses are switching to Iris Networks for reliable, local, high-quality, high-speed business fiber internet. Iris provides direct internet access from 10 megs to 10 gigs with no payments for 90 days. Iris also offers next-generation business phones with work-from-anywhere capability from the mobile or laptop app. With local sales, support, and service, Iris is a partner in the community. Learn more at irisnetworkusa.com or call 865-448-IRIS. Iris Networks, a Tennessee business connecting Tennessee businesses. Hour 3 of the Swain event is brought to you by the Low T Center and LowTCenter.com. Do you know your numbers? Feel like you again. Let us help.
it to the Irish Networks Hotline. Hour number three is brought to you by Low T Center and LowTCenter.com. It is Men's Health Month, which means Low T Center is making it easy and convenient for you to feel like you again, the old you. With the convenience of the monitor self-inject at home testosterone treatments, they're just $155 a month for self-pay, or they're covered by most health insurance. They ship directly to your home. Again, that's just $155 a month for monitor self-inject treatments for self-pay, and will ship directly to you. It all starts with the comprehensive health assessment. So get your levels tested. If you're feeling tired, you're feeling grumpy, uh, you're not feeling yourself, go get those numbers tested today. Low T Center, lowtcenter.com, reinventing men's health care. Volstorm, what's up? You do know that when Tennessee's win, your testosterone goes up anyway, right? That's right. That's right. So that means I guess it's super low this week. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm standing there at the ball walk with my family, and all of a sudden I hear somebody yelling out my name, and I look over, and there's Ben looking like he's hiding from the cop. Your real name or your show name? Uh, the only name that matters. Oh, yeah, I, uh, I uh, I couldn't think of what his real name was on the spot, so I decided <laughs> Vostar. Vostar. I can't I'm even think of your real light. name right now. Is is I'm over and I'm like, who in the hell yelled at me? <laughs> and then you came over and wouldn't quit talking to me. I was trying to drop you hints to leave me alone and let me get back to my friends. But you just uh, kept on if, yapping. If, if you had to open it, first of all, those weren't your friends; those were your wife's friends. The facts, which second is why, all, which is why I summoned you. At, second <laughs> of all, if you hadn't been yelling at me, I wouldn't even have noticed your little thug-looking butt. <laughs> he did like he well, he was dressed like he was on a like in a West Coast gang, didn't he? I am, hey, dude. Gang, gang. Don't don't let me catch you on the west side of Neyland Drive. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Don't, don't let me. Hey, look, all I know is you better not roll up on gate 21. That's my territory, Andy. You better watch it. Watch where you step, <laughs> I, son. I, I know somebody will fight you for it. Oh, man. First person I, first person I saw on campus. I don't, it happens every single week. First person <laughs> I saw on campus when I pulled in to G10 to park was Andy. Gave my little parking pass to the person. They scanned it. I started driving, and Boom! There's Andy. The guy's everywhere. I don't understand. There's got to be like 10 Andys because I see him everywhere, all over campus with somebody. It makes no sense to me. Yeah, but nobody's got that truck. That truck sticks out, baby. He was walking when I saw him. Oh, okay. Guys, this is uh, this is probably my favorite time of the year, and thanks to the transfer portal and uh, December signing day, which Nobody signs in February, guys. It's the coaching carousel season. Oh, I thought you were trying to get me to smoke you a ham again. Whew. Man. No, because evident, evidently you had enough of that because I ain't heard nothing out of you since. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, it, it's nice to have a coach in place who's doing a good job that you don't have to worry about them running off or don't have to worry about them tanking the program, at least for now, and just sit back and watch all these other schools scramble for their fourth and fifth coaching picks. That's right. That's right. And I mentioned this yesterday, but the, the, the transfer portal in the NIL is going to expose coaches who are disingenuous, who are phony, 
And I'm just glad that we're able to sit back and have a coach that is none of those, have a program and a, and a football team that players are playing, you know, hard for and playing hard for each other. Culture is healthy. And sitting back looking at teams like Texas, looking at Florida, looking at some of these, you know, big time, you know, programs struggle with with that. That's that's been kind of cool to to experience. Yeah, that that's one of the that's one of the big bonuses about the NIL is the fact that uh, you know you got shows like Tennessee Prime where you can actually hear from the players, you know, and it, and you know I'm sure some of them are, are coached up to say you know okay well don't talk about this and don't say this, but the fact of the matter is they're free to kind of say or do whatever they want to because they're getting paid for it, so. It's yeah. uh, you, you start to hear a little, little more behind the scenes, and also get to know the players. Yeah, yeah, and I, and we wouldn't put the players in a position to no, yeah, you know, other than them. when you're trying to peer pressure Hendon Hooker into returning for another season. Well, yeah, yeah, that was awkward. Awesome price. Awkward. That wasn't hey, that wasn't awkward. I was, hey, I was trying to do, I was giving them all for Tennessee. <laughs> That's never awkward. Uh. Guys, before I go, did uh, did the Steelers win this weekend? <laughs> oh man! Oh gosh, what a terrible game! It wasn't worse than the nine six Bills Jaguars game, by the way. Well, Steelers bad. It was. It was. It was awful. You should have seen me in the media room losing my mind when. The Steelers, who have one of the best kickers in the NFL, and all you have to do is get it get it in the field goal range. You don't have Big Ben injuries all throughout the roster. Get it in the field goal range. Give Chris Boswell a chance, and he's going to make it. He's made like nine straight 50-yard field goals. Just get in the field goal range. And Deontay Johnson catches a slant over the middle of the field, and he's running. They're about to be in field goal range. Running, 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 We're going to kick a field running. goal. We're going to survive in advance, get Big Ben back. We'll be good to go. And then this idiot fumbles the football. All you have to do is hold on to the football. All you have to do he had to hold he had on the ball to, to He had the ball football. with two hands. He had it with no, two that hands. was the second one. Deontay was the first one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. With the that's ball. right. That's right. And the punch the, out. The second one was just bad luck where it. <laughs> he was going to the ground with two hands, and it was just helmet on ball. And Golly, what do you do in that situation? And the ball didn't even bounce that. out of bounds. It went, sh- <laughs> it bounced right in bounds and stopped. It stopped. <laughs> see that? See that's why I was I was mad. I wasn't mad about the tie with the Lions because nobody was playing for the Steelers. Big Ben plays, they win. Simple as that. But it's the, the stupid crap that always happens to my team. I swear my teams are cursed. I don't I don't I don't understand. The Steelers Grizzlies won last night. Yeah, against the one in thirteen Rockets. <laughs> the Rockets are bad. Big whoop. And, and this bad. is after they lost to the one in twelve Pelicans on Saturday night. <laughs> bad. The Rockets are bad. They're so bad. It's just like, how does Big Ben get COVID in the middle of the week? Man, who knows? Like man. literally all he has to do is play and then all these other injuries, the the forecast is miserable, and then you have you're about to score twice in overtime. You're about to get into field goal range twice in overtime, and you have two fumbles. Like how does that happen? You know the game was a tie, but you know who won? 
I won because I picked the Lions to cover six points. So I love the game. I thought the game was awesome. Uh, C-Mac wants me to ask a question. He's sending me middle fingers and threatening me, so I'm just going to ask it so he'll leave me alone. Sounds like you need to report Look, that. He sent me three middle fingers. You need to report it. Uh, he said, can you ask this on air? Maybe it's the middle fingers because I said, if you Venmo me $5, I will. Uh, he wants me to ask. It's a lame question. But are y'all really expecting LSU to hire a good football coach considering how they hired Tony V from Tennessee in baseball? Dot, dot, dot. Oh, wait. Dot, dot, dot. They've had three coaches since 2003 win national champions. We can we can throw shade at LSU for what happened with Paul Winnery all we want to and how we you know how he made those comments and had to walk him back when he, he had to come up here and play in the super regional. The one thing they have done pretty good job of is hiring football coaches and winning championships. Why can't you just go along with C Max joke? Because it ain't right. But that's not the point. We're joking on LSU. It don't have to be right when you're, when you're throwing out Listen, jokes. I'm trying to be the change that I want to see in media. Yeah, okay. And that's not just hot takes without facts just for the moment. I want accuracy. All right, Cedric Tillman. That's what I want. I want accuracy. That's what I want. That's what you're going to get here on the Swain Event. That's what you're going to get here. I don't know who LSU's going to hire. I don't know. But another job that may be potentially open along with Miami, maybe Penn State. Maybe Penn State. You know, when James Franklin takes the USC job? James Franklin takes some job. Because we know how it is when you ask a yes or no question and you go out, go off on a tangent explaining everything else that had nothing to do with the original question. So, James Franklin, you leaving? Well, well, let me tell you about life. <laughs> I'd love to sit down with you media folks for, for 30 minutes one day and just explain to you all how college football works. And let's just talk about life in general. Life is like a butterfly. <laughs> like you start, going on a, you start going on a tangent. It's like, wait a minute. I thought the question was about are you leaving or staying? So I think James Franklin is on, is on his way. I hope, up Jimbo, out of it. I hope Jimbo leaves. It would be hilarious if he leaves after the comments that he's made. <laughs> that would be that would It'd be, be worse than Saban when Saban said, I'm not taking the Alabama job. <laughs> that would be worse because he would be essentially calling himself the dumbest person in America. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. Uh, who's on the phone? Uh, Dave Tona, real quick. Dave Tona, good morning. Hey, guys. Hey, I, I, I called Ben and told him yesterday, but I just wanted to share that I'm really enjoying uh, Florida fans uh, here within the past couple of weeks. I talked to numerous ones of them, and they are so distraught. They're talking about they would take Coach O right now. Uh, yeah, these, these, these Florida fans down here, man, are just uh, pissed off to high heaven. Love to see it. Love to see it. They should be. Love, one thing I, I would also love to see is a win at home next year against Florida. Would you Would you rather have Dan Mullen back for another year? Yes. Or Coach O? If you're Florida. 
Coach O Dan Mullen. or Dan Mullen for we'll we'll put a link on it. Dan Mullen for three more years. Dan Mullen or Coach O. Dan Mullen. Yeah, me too. Dan Mullen. He's doing a great job. He needs he just needs more time. It's the players' fault. It's the assistant coach's fault. It's not Dan Mullen's fault. Have you seen his shoes lately? I mean, come on, man. look at his shoes. His shoes are great looking. Give him an extension. He's the best offensive mind in all of college football. And he has nice shoes. Have you seen him? See the way he ties his shoes? The double elephant ears? I mean, who ties their shoes like Dan Mullen? You know, Nobody. I, I did notice a a big adjustment, a big change in the Florida football program over the weekend. Um, and it resulted in a win as well. You know what that adjustment was? There's a big, big change that took place on Saturday, and it led to a win. I think Dan Mullen should keep it up. Um, when the players, no kissing, no kissing the players on the way to the. When the players were walking out onto the field after arriving, only Dan Mullen was greeting them. I might be there. Only yeah. Dan Mullen was greeting the players upon their arrival on Saturday, and what do you know? They won. No, no other members of the the Mullen household were out there to greet them, and they won. It's probably it's probably the secret to success. For Ben McKee, I'm Jason Swain. Hope y'all have a great Tuesday. Swain event fueled by Dead End Barbecue, top 100 barbecue restaurant in America. The weather is changing, which means it is a perfect, perfect opportunity to go by there and get the Bernie Mac. A comfort dish that will hit you right in your soul. Pimento mac and cheese, burnt ends. Oh, my gosh. That's what my daughter had yesterday for dinner. I was on it, too. Like, huh. What you got going on over there? Let me get a little taste. She hit my hand. Get back. Okay. Okay. It's all yours. For Ben McKee, I'm Jason Swain. Peace and love. We are out.